Welcome back to another episode of Body by Design and thanks for joining me. In this week's episode, I wanted to give some guidance on how uh, we can warm up appropriately for strength training to help uh, engage our muscles better, uh, help uh, prevent injuries and those niggles that can occur when we don't warm up correctly and prepare our muscles, and preparing your central nervous system and protecting yourself from central nervous system burnout um, for the heavy weight that is to come because it's quite a burden on the central nervous system. And what I'm seeing a lot of lately is people who are going, oh, yeah, you know, I, I do a good 15-minute walk on the treadmill or I go for a five-minute sprint. And though these things get your blood flowing and pumping, which is certainly important, um, they're not really preparing your muscle and your central nervous system for what you want it to do. So I think we need to think about our warm-ups specific to what we're actually about to engage in, which is strength training, heavy, heavy lifting of weights. And there's two components to it, I guess, that there is the initial uh, warm-up phase that you do before you go out lifting weights. And then there's your warm-up sets that you have before you get to your working weight. So let's break it down into the two and keep things really specific today. So in our initial warm-up, before we actually head out onto the floor and start lifting weights, we want to actually prepare our body for what we're going to do. We want to get some ability into it. We want to be activating the correct muscle groups, and we want to make sure that we're uh, activating our stability, so our core strength and our hip stability for what we're actually about to do. If we don't engage any of those, muscles aren't ready for it. We might not engage our core the way we certainly could if we had have warmed up, and this is where injuries can occur. So an example on, say, for leg day, I keep my warm-up specific to what I'm actually training on the day. So if I'm doing an upper-lower split at the moment, I'd certainly be looking at a, a lower warm-up. So I start with my core engagement and my hip stability uh, exercises. And there are three that I do. And I do them in 20-second holds, 20-second spurts, and I do three sets and then move on to the next one. I've got a banded wall sit to help me with my uh, hip stability. I've got a psoasis march, which helps me engage my brace while I'm moving my lower body and I've got a plank hold and that is for core stability so just engaging the core stability so there are three things that are getting me ready in the stability element of things before I actually touch a weight so I'll do each of these for 20 or 30 seconds rest for 20 seconds do the next lot and I do that three times it's really just a few minutes and it's over and done with. Then I'll actually look at doing some muscle engagement. So for example, I might do a lying leg lift, a cross-legged glute raise, and a clamshell. And I do these with sets of 20 seconds rest in between. So I'll do the lying leg lift, I'll rest for 20, I'll do the glute raise, rest for 20, and I'll do a clamshell and rest for 20. And then I'll cycle through that again, and I'll do three cycles of that. And it really is just to start firing the muscles that you want to be engaging in a lower day of lifting. And that's about all I actually do for a warm-up. Sometimes I might go for a bit of a five-minute walk beforehand, just depending on what my activity has been like for the day. If I find I've been sitting in the office 
all day and then I go straight out to training, that's not a great start. So I do get on the treadmill first and do a bit of a five-minute walk just to get my body moving again. I do find by the time I get through my stability and muscle activation exercises that your heart rate is slightly raised already. You're starting to um, move blood through your body. You're getting active And that's really all it takes to warm up. You don't have to spend a great length of time in warming up and extending your time in the gym more than you have to be. Because let's face it, we're all busy and we want to get in and out and make it as as efficient as possible. So that's an example of a lower leg day. And look, there's plenty um, on the internet about, you know, muscle activation and stability. And you can go looking there and you can just choose the ones that you like that covers a range of your muscle groups and your stability, and then put that together in a similar sort of way that I've spoken about today. I think the bigger one that I see a lot of confusion around and is holding people back is about the sets and reps that they're doing prior to your working set. So your working set is your maximum weight, your actual weight that's training your body to grow more muscle. So let's take, for example, um, at the moment, my VHAC squat is 85 kilos. I do two sets of 85 kilos. I'm in a six to eight rep range and I try and hit that rep range in both of them. I'll hit a higher amount of reps in the first set and I'll be a rep or two shorter in the second set. That just happens to be the way I'm working at the moment. Um, They are my working sets, the ones that I want to put all of my energy into. I want to be fresh going into them. What we don't want to do is exhaust ourselves and fatigue our muscles before we actually get to our working set. So you're not able to work to maximum capacity. You fatigued yourself in much lighter weights and and high reps before you even get to where you need to be working. So you're not the freshest and you're not going to be able to push as much weight and you're not going to be able to do as many reps at the heavy weight, which is ultimately what we want for maximum mechanical engagement of our muscles. So I find that people are going in and they're doing multiple sets of warm-ups and they're doing high reps and I think that's where it comes undone. They're doing like, you know, three sets of eight reps as they increase the weight towards where they're going and you just don't need to do that much. You want to get some mobility going. So you want your body moving correctly and freely and smoothly in the way that you're about to execute a move. So if I'm doing a squat, I'm going to start with either a body weighted squat or maybe the bar or something like that. And I will do about eight reps. That is purely about movement, getting your joints fluid, your body movement, everything going to maximum range to ensure that I've got that flex there. That would be the only high rep, and that's not even high reps, but that's the only one where I would have those sorts of reps in it. It's going to be body weight or it's going to be the bar, depending on what you're doing. Um, A V-hack for me at the moment, I would just use the machine itself, maybe 10 kilos on it. It depends how far down the track you are in your weightlifting journey. 
if you are only lifting 20 kilos because that is maximum engagement for you right now, that's fine, but you only need to start with body-weighted movement. At 85 kilos, I've got to try and close that gap. So I won't start with body-weighted movement. I've done enough in my warm-ups already that I can now start putting just a little bit of weight, just a little bit of resistance and do that movement pattern with that little bit of resistance. So it would either be the bar or the machine itself and maybe 5 or 10 kilos depending on what machine I'm using. And an example of the V-hack is I would just use the machine itself. Then I would start incrementing up and how many sets in between you need to do depends on how much weight you're lifting. The more weight you're lifting, the more sets you're going to need to do. In the example, if you're only doing, say you're only doing 35 kilos on the V-hack, you could start with some body weighted movement, then you could go to 10 kilos and you might do three reps. That's it, three reps. Then you might go to 20 kilos and do one rep. And then you might go to 30 kilos and do one rep. The reason for only doing one rep, maybe two if you feel you need that extra, is you're touching the weights to tell your central nervous system, this is what I'm preparing you to do. You've already got the mobility from doing the body weighted exercise. You've already activated your muscles in your warm up. You're already activated all your stability that you require to execute the move. Doing the excess reps in your warm-ups is simply fatiguing your muscle. You just want to tell your body that you're touching these weights and you're getting close to where you want it to work. For me being further out at 85 kilos, I start at about half weight and I'll do about four reps at half weight. And then I do, I actually do about two reps. I feel like my body needs that until I get to just before. So then I might go 60 kilos at two reps and then I might go 70 kilos at two reps and then I might go 80 kilos, one rep. It's just before my 85 or 75 kilos, one rep, depending on how my body's feeling on the day. And it really can change. There are some days I feel I need more warm-up than others and you can feel it in your body. But as a general gauge, that is where I'd be going with it. So I've got my my machine at eight at eight reps, and then I do forty kilos at four reps, and then sixty kilo one rep, seventy kilo one rep, eighty kilos one rep, and then you're there and you're ready for your next working for your first working set. And you're fresh. Your body is prepared. Your central nervous system is going okay. Things are getting heavier, and it's not actually going to hit it hard. If you're in really early stages of lifting, warming up is still really important. So obviously you have your muscle engagement and your stability that you do and they are going to be extremely good for you. But what if you're only doing a 20 kilo squat? What if you're only using the bar right now for a squat? That's actually okay. You just need to do some body weighted squats, maybe do eight reps of body weighted squats to get that that depth happening, that, you know, activating your 
stability within that movement, getting your body used to exploding up from the bottom. So you just do eight reps at body weight. Then you will pop the bar on your back and just do one or two reps and then stop, have a rest and do another with the bar, one or two reps. You've now told your body what you want it to do. Then you can take that bar and you can do your sets, your actual working sets. You might be in an eight to six rep range. You might be in a 10 to 12 rep range, whatever it is. You then go into that working rep range, but you've just touched the bar a couple of times just in those single reps to tell your body, this is what I need you to do before you hit it with a full working set. So you can manage it when you have lower weights just by touching it with single single reps when it's a bit harder to get down. So do some body-weighted movement and then just pop the bar on your back. So as you progress, you will realize that you need a few more sets in between of uh, touching weights the higher that you go in your weight progression. But that's basically all you, you need to do to warm your body up to get ready for working sets. So just keep in mind there is those two very distinct things that we have our stability and muscle activation. That's where you really want to get started and tell your muscle this is what we're doing today and then you have your set warm-ups. And that can be done for each of your moves. And then if you're doing accessory exercises after you've done a squat pattern, you know, I've just completed four sets of warm-ups and then done two working sets and then I might go and do a leg extension. I probably don't need to go through body warm-up, four or five sets of uh, warm-ups before I get there. I probably only need two or three touching those weights. So I might pick a 50% weight, just do a couple of reps I might pick 75%, just do another rep or two, might then do 80 or 90%, another rep or two, and I'm done. So it gets less because I've already started using all my my body parts and they're starting to actually get used to me putting heavy load on them. Now I'm just telling it about the heavy load in that specific movement. So it gets a lot quicker with the progressiveness of the exercises. If you're in a full body pattern, you are going to keep in mind that you might start with some lower exercises, but your first upper exercise that you do, you want to take the time in those sets, working up to your working sets. Uh, And then again, as the accessory exercises progress for that particular body part, you can lessen them then, but making sure that you're not just starting with, you know, a squat where you do four or five sets of warm-ups and then you go straight into a shoulder press and go, well, I've already warmed up. You've actually got to tell your shoulders that that's where you're going again now. So you haven't done some set warm-ups. You haven't been using those uh, body parts because, I mean, in a squat, you're going to use a variety of muscle groups in there. You're going to engage your quads. You're going to engage your hamstrings and your glutes and your adductors. They're all going to be engaged. Is it a quad dominant exercise? Sure, but you've still used the other groups under load. So going and doing an exercise of those muscle groups, you've already been putting it under load. Your central nervous system is already used to you using it. 
So those additional warm-ups can be reduced a little. You still need them to tell them in that exact movement pattern that you're doing that this is the weight we're going to, but you certainly don't need to have as many in there and that can be a bit of a time saver for you in the gym. So I hope this has provided some clarity for you um, and where you're feeling like you're not maybe progressing on something because you're tiring yourself before you even get to the working sets. This could be key to you moving forward because I've certainly seen it with a lot of my clients that they're getting uh, worn out before they actually get to their working sets. And as soon as we tidy that up, that's where some progression can happen for them. So I hope this has been helpful for you. And as always, feel free to share on Instagram and tag me at strengthtraining.nutritionist and I will see you in the next episode.